back again. ATP OT Dickie Boys. And we have two special guests tonight. One that's not so important and one that's unbelievably important. Well, so first yes. let's say hi to uh, Mr. Walling. I am very important. Hi, Thank, you. Thank you for You're always important. That. Thank you. Aw, heart. I love you. Aww. <laughs> this is a this is an audio medium, but you missed yeah. my heart hands. We I think we all know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, how are you, sir? Let's leave some to the imagination. I'm good. Yeah. Um, I've recently played nine holes of golf today, and I went to a concert with my children last night, and wow. we blew the roof off of that sucker, as they as the kids say these days. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to summer. Pools open last week, and so my kids. Could not wait to get into 32 degree weather or 32, <laughs> 32 degree, water. degree water. Yeah. yeah. I could imagine great. the pool. Is this like your backyard pool? Or like uh, a no, it's pool? the neighborhood pool. And, yeah. you know, it's all good past the ankles, up to the knees. And then you start getting to the shorts line and things. Start. I was, uh, I was up North visiting uh family for unfortunate reasons, but anyway, uh, and they were talking about Memorial day weekend, people going up to the cabin in Minnesota and Wisconsin, and they showed a map of what the lake, the water temperatures are, you know, as you go farther North. And even like in the Southern part of the state, it was like in the fifties. And I don't know if you guys have ever been in water. That's 40 or 50 degrees. It is not pleasant. <laughs> it's a life rule for me to not do that. Yeah. So, all right, so it has been, uh, this is what, episode 18 of the OT, right? Is this what this is? Well, episode 18. That we're we have, willing to admit, yes. Yeah, we've joked about it, and it's been real, but here we go. Finally, finally, he has uh, graced us with his presence, Mr. Mason Giat. Hello, Mason. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. It's the first time we got a formal invitation, so... Oh, come uh, on. Every time it's I've like, oh, like a dozen times. There's no proof of that. Okay, yeah, maybe only like the... half a dozen. <laughs> okay, maybe only twice. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, and then I... we, also, we also have David. Never mind. But Mason, tell us more about how you're doing. Um, um... <laughs> David just gets thrown to the side because of me. I'm sorry, David. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm out of school, which is nice. I don't have to worry about exams or grading or anything like that um so you have like a summer gig that you're doing a little side gig or something chingling hang on yeah mason has something very important going on which we probably haven't mentioned on the podcast he's going to be planning a wedding right mason that's right that is is true it's very true um congratulations my friend well thank you yeah so i have that going on trying to get all that organized um yeah i do have some i host trivia every week so i make a little money doing that Mm -hmm. and uh I'm probably going to be doing some tutoring over the summer just because there's going to be people in summer school trying to get ahead, college classes, that kind of thing. So hopefully make a little money that way. So trying to keep a little busy during the Mason, summer. Here, here's, here's one piece of advice for a guy who's been married almost 25 years. Uh, it's really simple. One of the hardest things is arranging tables at the reception. Just put all the bench warmers at one table. It'll be mm-hmm. it'll be nice and simple. Right yeah. by the bar. <laughs> right by the bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And make sure that you register at tpublic.com. So just yes. tpublic exactly. with an X. No, no, an X. no. We're going to have the mound visit and and yeah. Lux is going to run out and be like, yeah. candlesticks. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Candlesticks. candlesticks. Yeah, yeah. We find out where he's registered. <laughs> All right. And David, sorry. I, no, no, I'm not sorry. I was, uh, you're the lesser of the two important guests. So 
Absolutely. I think there's an over there. David has an overexposure problem since Mason David, was busy. David with is on tonight's episode for a very specific reason. So we'll get to that when we I, get I'm, to he, I'm here to take punch after punch to the gut. So get ready. You already got the first one from Matt. So that was that was him throwing me on the side of the road. That might actually be a little bit easier than what I'm going to go through later. Oh. So we got to soften him up a little bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, tonight we're going to cover episode 152, 153, 54, and 55. So four episodes as usual. We'll start with episode 152, which is the guard. The guard graduated from Hogwarts, and that featured Jake Manny as our um, <clears throat> as our guest host, and also had uh, Trevor Hogue on as a player. And Trevor teamed up with Josh and faced Marcus and Scott. So. Um, this was uh, Trevor's five-timer uh, game. And um, Jake, I'm not sure how many times he's been on, but I think it's been pretty close to five times. No, that was um, I think it was Jake's five-time club, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, Trevor's he, been, he on. His, Trevor's been oh, on. Oh, Trevor had already been sure. five on, yeah. So yeah, he had been on like seven or eight times or something. Yeah, yeah Jake, Jake got his, um, his blockchain smokers jacket. Blockchain. Smoking jacket. Yeah, it's an <laughs> NFT. It's the best we can do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, any thoughts on this episode, gentlemen? Get, should we get that tower? Discuss the tower. Get that out right of the away. way. Just get that out of the way. <laughs> because I received an unprompted and very unnecessary picture of a tower that is uncomfortable in the BTP chat that night. <laughs> this one also... I, uh, go ahead, Dave. No, I was going to say I immediately Googled the tower. Because I want, mm. I was curious. I've never been to Ypsilanti, Michigan. My wife actually went to University of Michigan, and she used to talk about Ypsilanti. Somehow she never mentioned the tower. But yeah, crazy. This uh, this episode uh, was recorded months ago, and still is proving still true today that uh, uh, Byron Bunkston is Major League Baseball's Punxsutawney Phil. Uh, he showed up for basically the month of April and early May, and then he has been gone ever since. So people were predicting MVPs and, you know, record wars and all of this stuff for, for Buxton. And yeah, his ham, his hamstrings saw their shadow and ran them back into (laughs) there's the Buxton reference. Yeah. I think he's he's barely hitting over 200 at right this point, if he is over 200. So, so one of the very, one of the very entertaining things about this episode for me was, was the whole bullying Josh Bombeck bullying incident of, of 2022. And it was cracking me up because I forgot that it, I forgot until I listened to it again, that it actually happened twice. <laughs> first, first there was the missing link and, and they, the, the theme was uh, boxers who, who took on Rocky Balboa in the movies and Josh, I guess, and teammate, wait, who was Josh's teammate in this uh, was uh, Trevor. Oh, it's Trevor. They put in boxers, but Jake was, you know, sort of an in, somewhat inexperienced host, and he didn't ask them to be more specific. So Josh basically bullied him into the fifty points, and then later he asked a question. I think it was the first question of the first fourth quarter about Dennis yeah. Rodman's daughter Trinity. Yeah, and they put in just Rodman because uh, because the because the category was the worm or something. So it was it was, he thought it was too obvious, and he didn't specifically say that he wanted the first and last name. And Josh was Josh was you know giving him the eye roll and the. And the sigh. And yeah, I think they got their points though. Last night, as we recorded our Patreon bonus for June, Josh did mention that he was not looking forward to us on the OT discussing Josh bullying people. On the <laughs> <laughs> he likes to keep his bullying private. He doesn't like to make it, you know, he wants it on the cutting yeah. floor. So 
Yeah. At one point, it got called the Biff of the podcast. So that's, that's a pretty glowing <laughs> phrase, I would say. Biff Bombback does have a nice ring to it, I will say. Bombback. Uh, okay, oh, another funny. thing, by the way, I just have to say, because this was, th- for some reason, there's this been run of episodes where people are mocking me and I'm not on there to defend myself. So this one, as opposed to the one we're going to be talking about a few minutes, which I absolutely deserve the mocking. There was, <laughs> there was a discussion. I think it must have been right before a lucky seven. And Marcus and Scott just started riffing on like, I think Marcus starts out and he was like, all right, let's just get this out of the way. None of this luck strategizing crap. We're just going to play the game. And and I'm so glad that Mason is here because I'm quite confident that Mason is going to defend me on this because it doesn't take that long to reason it out. But I can't be the first one ever who decided the way to play Lucky 7 is to try to make sure you get the third question. Oh, no, no, I, no not at all. And I, I mean, I was surprised it was just on you because I was riffing off of you when we were doing it. We were going back and forth like, OK, so we need this many to get the list. And yeah, so I no, I, I think we should split the blame equally on that. I don't. Thank you. I don't know why I just went all uh, towards you. How you dare you bring logic bang. into this conversation? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I think the uh, the 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 ripping that I like to do on you, David, is your your cockamamie questions with your seven hundred lists of statistics that end up. Oh, in we'll, some player we'll get there. Nineteen eighty four that I had never heard of before, and well, that kind of crap. That's what that's what gets me every time, and I love making fun of you on that one. So. I got defense for that too, but we'll wait for for talking about when when I host. There you go. The other thing that cracked me up, I'll just say real quick, um, is the whole discussion that led to the title. When I listened to it again, it was just cracking me up. Everybody was everybody was just sort of feeding off of each other and talking about about Harry Potter. And then somebody made a comment. I can't remember who it was, but made a comment about if Malfoy was an NBA player, he'd be the guy that's like camping out, waiting to shoot threes and then complaining, <laughs> yeah. complaining that he'd get that he was fouled on every single shot. I like to think Malfoy yeah. was just sort of like a Grayson Allen at Hogwarts. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Hogwarts Grayson Allen. Yeah, yes. Hogwarts Grayson Allen. Yes. Constantly complaining. Yet so who's the talented. kid from Wisconsin that keeps punching people in the nuts? Ooh. Um the guard from Wisconsin now. The Davis? I think so, yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. But the <laughs> I like this episode. I I obviously I we all love when we have um Host guest hosts, so makes us have one less game we have to write. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to episode one fifty three, which was uh, looking for a sausage sponsor. Um, that one, that one was a Dan hosted game. It had his buddy Greg, which I think is one of his, not one of his Sinister Seven, but one of his trivia like brethrens. <clears throat> and then he teamed up with Eric E to face Walling and Mason. Let me just say first before we go into this too far, since you know <clears throat> you two teamed up in this game. <laughs> I, the, I, uh, going, I originally Mason. I originally did this edit, and the sausage sponsor part of the edit came in the third quarter of the part that I edit, right? And it came in. <clears throat> oh no! Wait, no, no. Uh, this one was I edited the fourth quarter. It came in the fourth quarter, and it came in at the time when we normally are discussing our wagers. So after. The host has already given all of the content with regards to the subject matter of the four questions. And then before the first question starts, so a little inside baseball, that is kind of, we cut all of that discussion out, right? But I went through and I did the entire edit. And then I realized that the title of the episode was missed. And I had to go back and re-edit that whole part and add all that stuff in. 
So if as a listener, if you're like, why is there all this chatter happening after they do this and that, that's because I had to add it in, add it in there in order for the episode title to make sense. And I'll start with Dan just using miscellaneous as a description for sports. Yes. So yeah, miscellaneous sports, and that's that's what miscellaneous sports. Yeah. Well, he had he had three, at least three non conventional. Like it was a very non conventional fourth quarter because he has one question about horse racing, another question. The miscellaneous one was like, "What's the this Russian national sport?" I've, I've already forgotten. Yeah, the Russian name. hockey. Bandy. Russian hockey. Uh, bandy. Yeah. Band- yeah. Bandy. Yeah. And right. Base and that, jumping. And that and base then, jumping. Yeah. And then the Netflix series too. <laughs> The, the other, yeah. the Marty Fish question. I mean, you could have got uh, there. But yes, yeah. The funny thing is, I think every single one of his non-conventional ones I knew. And another little inside baseball, I record almost every episode, except for when um, sometimes David records for me. But when I record, I come down usually to my computer about midway through the fourth quarter. And every, the team was just struggling with that bandy question. But I had just watched a YouTube video on that one, like, you know, a week before. So I knew it was Bandy, but, uh, and then I messaged Dan and get, and Dan like made everyone else feel so bad when he said, Hey guys, even Matt knows the answer to this question. He's <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> like, a part of me was like proud, but I was like, my reputation's so bad that even Matt knows this one. <laughs> All right. Now let's get into it. You two, the two least creative people when it comes to <laughs> name, name, con- name. Creation. Good I mean, bit. What it's is a good going bit on to keep up? Um, it usually right now, starts Mason's like this. Look on his face is like, uh, yeah, I don't even care. Uh, That's the least how, important part of the game. I mean, I mean, <laughs> let me walk you through how Mason and I conversation goes when it comes to a a team name. It usually starts with team name question mark in the chat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then both of us going, I don't know, lol. And then like you're just saying, okay, uh. What's the biggest give up name we can come up with? And then, <laughs> and then there, there you go. And you I keep think, one upping each other on, have, on yeah. each time. We have yeah. like right. coming up dry today. Hi, Mason. Hi, Eric. Um, <laughs> coming up dry. Like we're, today. We can never think <laughs> of a team name. <laughs> like, let's have been some of ne- our next episodes just be pass. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Them. You team guys. Pass has pass number yeah. of points. You guys can team, talk insert about. team name here. Yes. And I'm pretty sure. Cray-America Industries had been used previously as a team name, hasn't there something familiar familiar to it? Yeah, but it was Enterprises for like half the episode, if you remember. Oh, that's right. Okay. For some reason, Dan kept going Enterprises. Enterprises, yeah. So the other, because, sorry, I was going to say, the one, the episode right before this, which is a a a fast break that came out, I've had one of my favorite team names I've come up with. um, And that was because we were drinking, all like half of us were drinking whiskey. And I was thinking of old, baseball players so me and mark were pappy van poppel yeah and it was good and it made dan laugh like every time somebody said it <laughs> and, and then and the very next episode it's like all right i punt i'm done yeah no I'm my the boringest name ever those yeah. are the best i mean when when the team names get funnier and funnier every time you say them and you get the host off their game that's like that's where the bonus mm. point should come in <laughs> but the other thing that i really liked about this um and and dan had had me play test this round but he did a let it ride and it was basically progressively harder team captains where he gave, he gave a team and a, and a year range and you had to name the captain. And Oh, by the way, you guys did the whole calculation thing. Our best bet is if we just bail on the fourth one and Eric right then he says, 
Besides, the last one's going to be something crazy like the Melbourne Demons. And yep. we're, we're giving up. And then like five words later, Dan was like, our fourth Demons. question is the Melbourne Demons. <laughs> right. So it was it was awesome. But yeah, but uh, Eric, even if I Eric got question, it, though, right. The answer. The, yeah, of course, Eric got of course. it. I mean, yeah. It, the, if it's a person that existed, um, he knows who it is. So oh, my gosh. Like, what's his name? The uh, their Ruckman. So that's Max like, Gone. Max Gone. There they go. Yeah. All right, yeah. so that was uh yeah, so Greg uh, uh, Zethner was the guest on that episode. So yeah, it was uh, a new guest. We you know we're getting new folks, so that's awesome. It's kind of nice to have some fresh folks come on. He was good, and we also talked about <laughs> Royce Clayton's Brazilian cousin, Hoist Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Which I thought there were some good lines in here, and I I really thought that the the sausage sponsor one was just so like random and out of nowhere uh, yeah because uh, all he said was that he's a professional uh cornhole, cornhole, cornhole player, player. Yeah. and all you need to do is get a, a sausage sponsor well i think originally he said all you need to do is get a sponsor but he's looking specifically for a sausage sponsor yeah, or right. something like that yeah yeah that was, that was so random from eric eric doesn't usually come up with those kind of off we the wall do. random funny goofy yeah. things and i one other thing that dan gave gave me some crap about and I'll fully admit it is the bench warmer bingo card of like things that will happen every episode when someone is on there. So yeah, put yes. if Mason and I are playing together, center square is a non-creative teammate. Right. <laughs> given. Given. Yep. Dan Dan uh, gave me uh, grief here last night or a couple nights ago or something like that when we recorded. He said we were like forty-five seconds into the episode and he was already. I already have three spots on my Mad Doherty bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> I did not right, get once... salty, so we did not get right. a full bingo or a blackout. Yeah. So there you go. All right, well, let's move on to episode 154, which was Team BM Take Two featuring assistant coach Byron Grubman. This one was hosted by David and had Josh and Marcus versus Mason and Byron. I think we should all just be quiet. And then give David a couple of minutes or moments here to uh, David. The floor is just yours. the floor. The floor is yours, friend. Yes, this is your forum. Please speak your truths. Right. So, so this is the time where instead of sitting back and waiting for the abuse, you want me to like self-flagellate here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're just giving you... yourself on the platter. It's just like what I do will... with my kids. Do you know what you did wrong, David? <laughs> right, right, right. Tell me what you did. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't exactly. say I'm much. I wouldn't say I'm mad David, as much you, as I am. Just yeah. disappointed. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. You, <laughs> David, you decide your own punishment. So it was funny because a minute ago, Matt was explaining that he records all the episodes unless David does, unless David doesn't is what maybe he should have said. (laughs) So, so we, you know, it was, uh, we had the whole thing. It was, it was a Sunday night record. We actually had, we was, we had two guests. Byron was on and, um, and Philip Sanford was on and they were actually teamed up and we were, we were off to a fantastic start. It reminds me of like Seinfeld talks about like when he gets his whole get up ready for, for his breakfast cereal. He's got the newspaper. He's got his, he's got the cereal. He's got the milk. And then he goes to pick up the milk to pour into his cereal. And he realizes the milk, he doesn't have enough milk in the, in the box. That's, mm-hmm. that's what this felt like. We got into halftime. A couple of people took bio breaks. Marcus comes back. I'm just sitting back down. And Marcus says, I have something horrible to tell you guys. I don't think we've been recording and I just lost it. I, I will I will tell you, I don't normally get so upset. I was I went I went ballistic. I was so angry at myself because, of course, I had the responsibility to hit the record button. I did not. And part of the reason when you're hosting that 
that I was so upset is that, of course, I, you know, you start falling in love with your own questions. So I had questions <laughs> that now are hitting the cutting room floor because they're never going to. So actually, maybe for the end of this episode, I brought yeah. a couple of the questions that that, you know, basically got cut. But I, I felt bad it. for Philip because Philip was halfway through getting his 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 smoking jacket. So he didn't get to make it. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was just I w- I just was was so frustrated, so frustrated. But well, I, I remember um, you messaging me or people messaging me or something as this was going on. And I was, you know, my first response was like, yeah, oh, well, that happens. It's OK. And then you going on and on about how you were disappointed or how you were upset or something. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Well, I do want to I do want to thank all the bench warmers because everybody sort of scrambled and we ended up doing two recordings simultaneously. Uh, we recorded a fast break episode and what became episode 154, part two, take two. Uh, and we did them on the same night sort of simultaneously. And it, and it worked out great. So and my favorite part about that one was uh, so Josh recorded that one and then I recorded the fast break episode. And then we got done with the fast break episode and we all tried to go into the regular episode <laughs> just to hijack it. Yeah, and remember Bombeck that part rejected about all of us. Yeah, like, I was like, let him <laughs> in, Josh, let him in. And Josh was like, I'm not <laughs> no. going to tolerate this. And I was like, of course, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yeah. this, this is such a Bombay thing. Yeah. This, this kind of shenanigans will not be tolerated. <laughs> <laughs> so this was one episode. I'll give you just a, a little bit of my hosting for the episode that actually did happen. So. I came up with this question, and this is one that Matt's going to make fun of. But the question was, who's the only who's the only reliever in Major League history who's been who's in the top six in four different teams save like franchise save totals? And it was it's Houston Street. And then I wanted to come up with a category name. So I this is where I start reverse engineering stuff because I wanted to write a question about Houston Street. I came, I wanted the clue was because I thought it was still a hard question. So the category was roads where we where we're going. We don't need roads. And that backed into my missing link, which mm-hmm. was all about back to the future characters, which both yeah. teams got were actually worked out pretty well. So. I, I mean, that question was, a again, one that drives me insane, but I think it's <laughs> fine. They're legitimate questions. I don't have any problem with them. It's just that when you I'm on an episode and you ask one of those questions, I go, Oh, I can't stand these. <laughs> so my rule of thumb is they. I try to write some, even when, when you sort of made fun of me for all the different stats, my thing is that I'm always thinking about what it would be like to talk out the question. And if it's, mm-hmm. if it's talk outable, then I, then I feel like it's legit. Like if you can, if you can get there by reasoning it out, then I think it just makes better, a better listen anyway. Sometimes when you ask a question, it's just like, who was this particular guy who did this particular thing? There's like nothing to talk out. You either know it or you don't. You either can find it in the mind palace or you can't. Right. Yeah. So, so no, and I get that. And I appreciate that. And I think our listeners and other people appreciate that too. I'm just not a person like the other day, one of the questions, I forget if you were on that or whatever was about um, organizations who have had quarterbacks that never have thrown over 25,000 yards or something like that. And, in that question, I'm sitting there going like, I have, I don't know what the average amount of yards a quarterback throws oh, in a year is. That's not something that I keep in my brain. You guys probably do, and that's fine. But for me, I don't know if it's 2,500 a lot. Is 5,000 <laughs> yeah. a lot? Is 7,000 a lot? I don't know what it is. So 25,000 seems like, I have no idea. What am I thinking about? I don't know. That's interesting. So that's, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's statistics. I'm, yeah, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So when you say like uh, this person, it was like three all-stars, you know, all-star game batted, you know, 325 lifetime had 20, you know, 
295 stolen bases and like, <laughs> i don't know yeah. these i can't oh man geez uh yeah so that's yeah. why I, I always give you a hard time about that yeah no it makes sense but specifically about this episode let's go into this one so i number one i just i really enjoy having byron on because uh i think if i recall correctly somebody told me because uh, i think david you did the edit for this the whole one i think or i did i did and you you think that we set a record for the most amount of times that we had to either remove or whistle swear words, right? Oh, it wasn't it wasn't even close. And he yeah. picked up steam in the fourth quarter. So I took out probably three or four when it didn't really matter. But by the fourth quarter, he was like two curse words in a sentence. So yeah, nice. he was he I think he broke Marcus's record. I know it's probably not an officially tabulated record, but it was impressive. Maybe we should start keeping those records. What do you think, Pauline? Uh, not it. Just have Marcus keep it since he's the one that that causes the most of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, anything, Marcus, any uh, thoughts on this Kersky. episode? Uh, Byron is awesome, and I want him to host more games. Byron, please write us more games. Yeah, yeah Byron was one that he I writes do. great questions. I like his Byron questions. was Byron was really fun. He's he's got a he's got a, a, a really good sort of corpus of knowledge. And wait, Mason, you teamed with him in this one, right? Corpus, yeah, oh, so knowledge, corpus. Corpus, body, not, yes. not oh corpus. Oh my god! Body. Okay, you screw it. Such a brown right. person. Hang on, hang on. Oh I'm gonna move god. this on. Uh, Mason, <laughs> what did? You, how was it to to pair with him? Oh no, I I think we work really well together. Um, I kind of I guess Walling rubbed off on me because we came up with a non-imaginative team name that ended up being the subject of ridicule. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure: I had no idea what the joke was until when I was making the graphic. I had to look up what that meant. And then I realized, <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's so funny! Oh, you didn't that's know what, what BM no, meant? No, I did not. Oh, oh my gosh! Full disclosure: I had no idea. And I was, Wait, was even laughing. when, even like, when uh, I was making, even when Byron was making jokes early on, and I he had, said something about. He made some comment about going back to front on a pre-post game, and I was I like, had, "Wait, that you can't it, say that." <laughs> I, I had no idea. Honestly, Mason oh. wasn't in on his own joke until oh, the end of the Nope, I had no clue. And when I was making the graphic, and I had to look up what that meant, and I was like, "Oh, that's what that that makes that's sense with the joke. Is. It makes sense there with the joke." Go. Yeah. Yep. Um, so speaking oh, of the pre-post yeah. game, though, one of the one of my questions was the answer was God, Sham, God, Father. Yep. Uh, uh, which was which was a wrestling reference, which of course brought Marcus. <laughs> out of his shell ha 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 mm. and marcus marcus did a godfather imitation which which was a great edit because i i, I got to pull a fun edit i mean because i got to pull a clip of godfather and sort of have mace uh, have uh, marcus uh saying the godfather quote imitating godfather with godfather saying it with the godfather saying it with him and it's just uh, it's just funny oh. i just yeah i listened to the episode and i don't remember catching that I'll oh you should yeah. go back and check yes. it out yeah yep that's awesome all right. Any other thoughts on this episode? I think we no. kind of covered uh, it pretty well, good. Marcus here, so. had a lot of tender strength at the end. That's what he told us. Yeah, that's right. Tender strength. Awesome. Let's go ahead and move on to episode 155, which was Keenan Ivory Cordero. That was a Scott hosted game. <laughs> and that was Eden, myself versus um, uh, John Downer and Dan. So John Downer, this cracked me up. John Downer never listened to an episode before. Had, Whoa. had no exposure to what Ben Swarmers was, and but he's Scott's, you know, Scott's growing really up. I, he's Scott's friend. friend. Yeah, yeah. So he's the Josh North or the Mike Corey to uh, to Scott, and yeah. so or the Josh Bombeck to me. Josh and I were best friends before we got to, to this here. So 
um, well, I think we're still we're not friends. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Well, you know, creative differences. <laughs> Lennon McCartney, Bob Backdarty. We're, we're like thing. colleagues slash best friends, but we're we're more colleagues now than we are best friends. But I don't know. Either way, I love Josh. Okay, so anyway, <clears throat> so it was interesting because uh, parts of the sh- episode we had uh, uh, cut out were where we had to explain to John what it is that was going on because <laughs> he had no clue. He's like, well, what is lucky sevens? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. We're going to explain what lucky sevens is here. So you know, it's amazing. I, I listened to the episode at least one and a half times. And I can tell you that it's not obvious. He doesn't know what's going on. So you guys, it was a good edit for yeah. sure. Yeah. We edited it most of it pretty good. So, uh, and then we had, uh, I think that uh, I forget now exactly uh yeah so we make were we were uh taint to teeth i thought that was uh <laughs> Ed, Ed is always with a uh he's he goes to a naughty nickname first and i think him being teamed up with me seems to bring out the the uh the naughty side a little bit uh, it's not just you though i mean he breaks it up for everybody i think yeah yeah <laughs> he does yes we've referenced taints sausage sponsors mm-hmm. and what else for there were Ed related names yeah. So, um, oh, I guess Cray America Industries. That's really not that. Um, well, yeah. So Scott, in this game, I wrote down in the summary that he hosted a very current game. So Dan hated it. So that was fun. Um, yeah, there was yeah. fantasy football, video games, a lot of things. That there were, were two video game questions. <laughs> yeah. Dan Dan had one of my favorite quotes in this in this though in the first in the in the first question of the fourth quarter which apparently i think it was cut but everybody must have compl- complaining it was too much of a david lux question because yep. it was too many random stats thrown together although mm-hmm. he didn't give any time period and i think that made it a lot harder but when the answer was revealed the other team got it dan's team did not and and dan comes up with something like he says like now i'm really upset for two reasons one the other team got the points and two i can't even say now that nobody would have gotten that question <laughs> <laughs> i forget what was that question it was about andre miller yeah, it was basically who got, who got it was something one? like who had this stat and this stat and this stat and yet they're not in the Hall of Fame or what? You know, but they didn't make an All Star game. Yeah, so oh, they didn't make an All Star game. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It was like sixteen thousand points, eight thousand assists, and some other some other things. Oh, that yeah. was me. I think I got that one. You might have because your team yeah, got it. Have, you and Eat got been. it. Yeah, yeah no, I think because we were we were tossing names back and forth, and I don't know a lot about you know NBA stuff, but for some reason that triggered something in my brain. I also love when the the human element comes into our comes into our games every once in a while where Scott asked a question. It was a lucky seven question. I guess it was like top rebounders of the of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And and Dan's like second guess um, was uh, was, uh, and was uh, Wallace. Ben Wallace was Ben Wallace. And Scott was like, nope, that's not right. And all of a sudden you hear Eve from the other team saying, like, like what do you what? mean? That's not right. <laughs> right. And I was losing their like, minds over Scott. <laughs> Scott's like going down the list. And he was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry, guys. Like the whole thing was reset, you know, so. He, get, so he must have gotten that from a San Antonio newspaper. <laughs> Not from Rinker.com, though. <laughs> right. well, who's, who's had a worse source? <laughs> Rinker.com. I still won't forget that Howard Cross. I mean, like, the, what the fourth ranked tight end. Howard for the Cross. Giants. We were trying to think of it last night. Howard, yes, Cross, Howard Cross. Right. Yeah. The fourth God. ranked Giants tight end on Rinker.com. <laughs> in case, sure. in case you're not aware, last night when we did our Patreon bonus for May, it was uh, exclusively Ranker.com. <laughs> you know, there is a difference, though. I mean, Ranker doesn't pass itself off as facts. Yeah. When, when 
when Walling pulled that question from the San Antonio person, it's like that, that, that's supposed to be an entire article based around that fact (laughs) that was completely untrue. Fact checkers verified false. (laughs) Yeah. Since when has that been a barrier for printing something? Right. (laughs) All right. Well, so now let's, uh, let's, let's uh, do some questions that David had to scrap and then we will wrap our episode up with talking about what we have for, uh, episodes to cover and the next time we reconvene so david are you ready for your questions sure now i'll have to tell you eric walling has heard the pre and post game questions but i'll just give you one of my david and goliaths i'll give you one halftime question i'll give you a couple of pre and post games to, to noodle okay. over here Sounds good. so i'll give you my halftime question first and see if you guys know this one so what hall of fame linebacker shares his name with rocky balboa's dog in the original rocky movie oh my gosh the dog was uh uh like a spike or something like that i think is he was a uh, bulldog or a pit bull i think he, he? Was, he wasn't he wouldn't have been a pit bull they weren't big then but i think it was it might have been i think you're right the first time it may have been like a boxer or no like what that would have been appropriate but uh, no it was be a, funny i can't remember wait it was a god what kind of dog was it i can't even remember i can picture it but so, i can't think of what the dog breed is akio spikes is not a uh not a hall of famer no so you gotta remember the timing so rocky came out it was filmed in the 70s it was named after oh i thought okay so this wouldn't have to been like so are there any eagles linebackers 70s yeah that's what i was thinking it was not an eagles linebacker okay it was a very very famous linebacker i mean one of the most famous of all time um like dick butkus yes the dog's name was butkus that is correct oh okay that is correct appropriate for dog that's Isn't ridiculous that he exactly. would have been a Philadelphia person too. So yeah, that's why I yes. first time went with the Eagles. So like maybe it'd be someone with that. Yeah. Okay. So, so here was one of my David and Goliath questions. It's a baseball question. So for David, I asked, not counting Jackie Robinson, the Red Sox have retired 10 numbers, only two of whom won a World Series with the Red Sox. Mm. And I said, name any of the other eight, right? So and name any Red Sox who had their number retired that didn't win a world series, which is obviously relatively easy because the Red Sox yeah. never won world series. So the Goliath question is, so they, like, why, just, why, let's, go let's ahead. See like, if we can listen oh, to Fisk Fisk and Rice and Yastrzemski, um, and who did you say, Eric? Dom DiMaggio. <laughs> they did not retire his number, but, <laughs> okay. but, but yes, you're right. So it's Yaz and Ted Williams <laughs> and Rice and Fisk. You guys, you guys got the, right. the big names and yeah. Wade Boggs. Okay. So the Goliath question was the Yankees have retired 23 uniform numbers. But there's only one Yankees player for whom the Yankees retired their number, even though he didn't win a World Series as a Yankee player or manager. So it must have been somebody from the 80s. Wow. Good for you. Yes. Um, so I was thinking of Mattingly. Yes. Well done. I would say Mattingly was the first one that popped into my head because that yeah, was, I mean, well he done. was right in the wheelhouse of, yeah. of well done. him not. That's not them not winning. Yeah, that's not an easy question, but exactly what you said is the 80s, because like that was the longest stretch for a long time that the Yankees from 77 to 96, they didn't win mm-hmm. a World Series. And so, yeah, that's when um, Donnie baseball, when, Donnie baseball. All right. Here are a couple of pre post games. So while in, you, I don't know, maybe you won't even remember these. Well, so yeah, first, I, you know, don't, don't forget well, that was time. the Goliath for that one. The Goliath yeah. was Don Matty. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Don't forget, yeah. I got halfway through a game you wrote one time. Like these, these sound familiar. Before I remembered <laughs> yeah. that, I play tested it. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. So these don't things. give me so, a lot of credit. <laughs> right. Okay, got it. So the the first one I did, I was totally poking fun of myself because everybody's been making fun of how long my questions are. So I tried to write the shortest pre and post game. About the length, they just oh, they do. Marcus, the... Marcus, Marcus okay. does. Marcus All does. Right. Okay, I, I've heard him. I've heard him say it. 
Um, I like, so I tried. Like, to, I, is there a paragraph break in this question? Or yeah, yeah no, no. So, so <laughs> this was this was because Marcus made fun of me because this one's really short, and then the very next one I just went back to writing long questions. So <laughs> I tried to write this the shortest pre and post game I could, and it and it came out like this: the logo and his alma mater. Yeah, Jerry West. Um, West. West. Where? Where? What? Where do you go to college? West, you know, West Virginia. West Virginia. Yes, Jerry, oh, West okay. Virginia. That is correct. I do. All right, Mason, that. I think this one's probably for you. Okay. So this next one was the first quarterback taken from a Boston area school in the 2008 NFL draft. Oh, my God. And, yep. and the first quarterback taken from a Boston area school in the 2005 NFL draft. Oh, Matt Ryan Fitzpatrick. Wow. Right out of the gate. There's Mason. Wow. Well, I mean, he just retired. So he just retired. Yes, Very timely. Very topical. Yes. All right. The beard. And, and, and here's the last one that I'll give you guys for tonight. And this is the one that I was bummed hit, hit the cutting room floor. So this then this one's long. So I apologize. The state that is the birthplace of five of the top 14 ESPN athletes of the 20th century, including Willie Mays, Joe Lewis, and Hank Aaron, despite the fact that the state is not home to any big four teams. And a 2020 NBA All-Star and Tokyo gold medalist who got his cartoon nickname when he flipped a coffee table at age one. Since it's since it's yeah, I do uh, remember this one too. Yeah, so it makes me laugh. You can talk on I- either side. I have an idea. So for the, the state Alabama, are they Alabama? Southern? Alabama is yeah. the first part. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, Alabama and it's interesting because Willie Mays, Joe Lewis, uh, Hank Aaron, um, and there were a couple of Carl Lewis, Jesse Owens. They're all born in Alabama. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say, so yeah, interesting. So Alabama is the first part. Mm-hmm. So oh. a 2020 NBA All Star and Tokyo Gold Medalist, and, and a cartoon nickname. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. Um, that's what, Matt should have known it from the cartoon nickname, I would think. Oh, cartoon. Alabama, Bama. Oh, um, Bam Bam. No, Bam out of Bayou. Yes, it's there Al- you go. It's Alabama out of Bayou. It's it's the. Oh, that's it, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's kind of a sketchy <laughs> oh, one. I don't know about that, that one. one. Wait, wait, why is it sketchy? Uh, Mason's Alabama. That one's sketchy. That one is because it's Alabama, Alabama and it's Alabama, but it's Bam. It's oh, Bam add to Bayou. Oh, well, Alabama. You're going to get all so. Minnesota with your vowels. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, yeah, thank you. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, that's, Alabama. Right. Yeah. that's right. Well, thank you for Alabama. indulging me, guys. Thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, David. All right. So uh, the next episode, we will be re- we will be covering episode 156, which comes out this next Tuesday, which is <clears throat> I choose chaos. That is a Josh hosted episode to a little background about that is that, uh, I believe it was uh, Eid, which who was it that had the fourth quarter bonus points that caused all the controversy? Oh, my God. You're going to start this up again. Eid. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So when when Eid did that, there was a whole bunch of conversation on the chat that we have with our group about uh, do we like the conformity or do we embrace chaos? And uh, most of us. Some, it's about 50-50, I think, but Josh is by far the most conformist of all of us. And in this episode, when Josh uh, hosted, he evidently chose chaos. So uh, that's kind of funny. Must have been very uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. 
No, uh, he, then, embra- he embraced it hard. I was playing this game. He embraced it hard. <laughs> he went back to his room and cried himself to sleep. <laughs> I can't believe what well, I did. Just wait because what have I done to my podcast? Because next we thing have I'll one. be uh, next thing I'll be forgetting to hit record. Yes. <laughs> we'll just wait because in two home. episodes here we will show you another even fun one. Uh, next episode would be one fifty seven, which comes out in two weeks or a week and a half. Excuse me. And that's uh, shacking up with Jake Manny, and that featured uh, uh, team, Tim Geving, our uh, Patreon, and him and Dan um, teamed up face Scott and Ede and a David-hosted episode. Then episode 158 in a, in a few weeks, that's uh, Zach Thomas was like 5'9 on skates. <laughs> that's right. This one um, featured... Uh, Special guest, Tex Western from SB Nation Acme Packing Company. And Ede hosted this game. And I loved, even though I had nothing to do with this and I was not there, Ede threw in a third quarter round style that was not um, not approved and not appreciated by the competition committee. Uh Uh-oh, which (laughs) was you. I'm was, on the competition. Josh was not happy about, about this. Was Josh lots of, on? Let's have Josh on rolling. the episode though. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God! So he did. He flew <laughs> it right into his embrace. <laughs> See, I told right, you. So, Josh, and if you're listening to this, Josh, we're not ragging on you. We love you, buddy. It's not. We're not making fun of you. you have to listen and find time. out. I'm. I'm we're just. Uh, we're just teasing you a little bit here. That's fine. Okay, and then the last one here will be coming out uh, before uh, just the beginning of next month in July, I believe, episode 159, which was uh, David hosted, had Hugh Gitlin and Dan versus Scott and myself, and this one was Bosa Jack Horseman. Um, lots of excitement, Mason, on the artwork that's going to come out with Bosa oh, Jack yikes. Horseman, because uh, um, the one of the early questions was, you'll you'll get it, you'll understand when you listen to the episode, okay. so... All right, so that wraps it up here. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up? I mean, obviously, it's it's a really important episode of the BTPOT with Mason on. So it's a very special Ooh. episode. Mason, do you it have is. a, it's a, a moral of the story? Is, it, is this like an after school special? It is. Kind of thing? Yes. <laughs> BTP after school special. On today's episode. Right. See, David is what happens. When you've, yes. when you've had we too have many David on COVID all the time drugs. and nobody even cares about <laughs> so, that. But this episode, we have Mason Guillot. So am I not going to be back for another year? I don't get an invitation until next June. Yeah, at the end of this, there's going to be a freeze frame of Mason walking out his door, looking back over his shoulder. Star wipe to credit me, right? And then yeah, what was the uh, what was the tagline for the NBC? It was like no, no. The The more you know, the The more more you know. know. There you go. Yes. The more we are aware of the things that are Mason's face on the on the meteor that's on the rainbow. Yeah, yeah. there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be the Mason, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up here? No. No. (laughs) Yes, but I'll say for next year when I'm on. Yeah, yeah, Mason and oh, I have to go. start thinking of team names. Yep. Stop pressuring us. There I'm just you go. Get a random word generator. We're just going to generate team. Names. We're going to do the Wu Tang next. Next time, Mason, let's just do the Wu Tang name generator, and that'll like, be our, there. You go. Hey, you go. it's a great idea. That's how childish Gambino got his name. Thanks, everyone. See how that works. All right, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. BTP OT Dicky Boys. We're coming back. We're here. We're never left. Right, Eric? Sure. I mean, we loaned the trophy this year, but we'll get it back. 
Just listen to that groove line. Thanks again. Let's hope we don't have a Tommy Pham, Jock Peterson situation next year. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Which bench warmer is most likely to slap the other in the morning track? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone.